Hello, I'm Elizabeth Kendall. I'm Senior Research Fellow in Arabic and Islamic Studies at Oxford University's Pembroke College. And with me today is Christian Coates Ulrichsen, Fellow for the Middle East at Rice University's Baker Institute for Public Policy. Christian and I thought that today, in our six minutes, we would have a closer look at the United Nations Human Rights Council decision on the 7th of October to end the mandate of the group of eminent experts on Yemen. So, Christian, could you just give us a bit of background as to what this group was and what it was trying to do? Yeah, hi, thanks, Liz. The human rights um, investigation was created in 2017 to investigate reports of war crimes on all sides. Uh, we must remember that there are multiple parties to the conflict in Yemen. It's not a simple Saudi versus Houthi conflict. And so the committee was investigating reports of Houthi crimes and atrocities, uh, Saudi airstrikes, um, reports of uh, crimes committed by UAE-backed forces in many parts of Yemen, and really trying to get some notion of accountability and just also fact-finding on the conflict, which has now been going on for more than six years. And as you said, on the 7th of October, the Human Rights Council voted to shut down the investigation. We had countries like uh, Russia and Bahrain on the Human Rights Council voting uh, quite energetically to close it down. So why do you think they did that? Well, that's the question, isn't it? Why would a Human Rights Council investigation be closed down by the Human Rights Council? So what had just happened was that the group of experts had submitted its fourth annual report into war crimes, alleged war crimes in Yemen. And it had called out all of the main warring parties. It had articulated its disappointment that the Saudi-led coalition was not taking its findings seriously. And also, and I'm quoting here, sort of failing to act proportionally and to take the necessary precautions to protect civilians and civilian infrastructure. So it was also calling out Houthi war crimes. It was calling out crimes on all sides. But the reason that the uh, Human Rights Council gave those who voted against continuing this mandate was that the group was biased, that they were neither expert nor eminent, that it was expensive, and that they were spreading disinformation. Now, of course, the solution then would have been for perhaps someone to tackle the composition of the group, not to dismantle it entirely. So it does look like this was very much a political um, decision. And the countries that you just called out there, that's really interesting. The way that the, the fault line fell in the vote of 47 member countries, there were 21 that voted against continuing the mandate of this investigation into war crimes in Yemen. And uh, Saudi itself doesn't have voting rights, but it lobbied heavily and its close allies, as you said, Bahrain, also Russia, China, Venezuela, Cuba, Pakistan, all voted to end this mandate. Some of those who voted for, some of the 18 countries who voted to continue the investigations were Britain, Germany, France, the kind of Western European, a lot of Western European countries. Now, don't forget, these are countries that are pro the Saudi coalition. They're not pro Houthi. It 
so this really wasn't a question of being for or against the coalition. It was simply a question of trying to investigate alleged human rights abuses in a terrible war. So I guess the, the next question has to be, what, what are the implications of this? What, what, what does this very unusual vote mean? Well, I imagine it means for a start, there'll be no more investigations into alleged war crimes in Yemen, any hopes for accountability from all sides for um, abuses will probably now fall, fall by the wayside, at least from an international perspective. It really begs the question of what is the UN for, and especially what's the Human Rights Council for? In fact, you could almost argue that it's like putting the fox in charge of the, the hen house. Uh, I mean, do you see a future for the UN in terms of the war in Yemen and for what may come next? Well, I think that's that's a, a really good question. I, I like your analogy, putting the fox in charge of the hen house. I think it does, it does pose a, a serious blow to the credibility of the United Nations. You know, when you have a, a, a human rights council comprising so many members that are apparently not concerned to investigate human rights abuses. It just makes you think, well, what's the whole point? And this is, of course, the first time in the history of the Human Rights Council, it's a 15-year history, that a resolution was defeated. So, I mean, that is significant. Um, I I guess what needs to happen, really, is to rethink the composition of the Human Rights Council so that it is supportive of trying to investigate human rights. Yeah, I think it's definitely a moment of inflection, given what's just happened and what may need to happen next. Thanks, Christian. Thank you.